For all my listeners that live in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia, I want to give a huge shout out to one of my all-time favorite car mechanics and longtime good friend, Glenn Moser. He is a supporter of this podcast and the owner-operator of Professional Auto, located at 5900 Thurston Avenue, Suite Alpha, in Virginia Beach. Phone number is 757-962-0102. Not only is Glenn an extremely talented mechanic, but he is also a great American and a staunch supporter of our constitutional rights. My family and I relied on Glenn and Professional Auto for all of our vehicle needs when we lived in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area. Quality work at a fair price and service with a smile are what you will receive when you take your vehicle to Professional Auto. I encourage all my listeners there in the Hampton Roads area to look them up if your car needs work. Again, that is Professional Auto, 5900 Thurston Avenue, Suite Alpha in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and the phone number is 757-962-0102. Welcome to the Weekend Update for Liberty, Leadership, and Lies with Larry Linton, coming to you from the Goat Locker Studio in Sevierville, Tennessee. For local news and events, I'd like to let the audience know that there's a weekly Biblical Worldview meeting every Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. This week's meeting will entertain Dr. James Goss as he continues a presentation on the full spectrum of Islam. The meetings take place at the Sevierville Christian Center at 1187 Ernest McMahon Road in Sevierville. If you think you know all about Islam, you may have to reconsider your position, especially after Dr. Gauze discusses the five pillars of Islam and the core message of the Quran versus the gospel message of Jesus Christ. For statewide information, Senator Janice Bowling continues to be an incredible servant leader for the people of her district and the entire state of Tennessee. She provided me with an entire breakdown of the recently adjourned legislative session. If you'd like a copy, just send me an email and I'll send it to you. There are still many battles to engage in with our state's elected representatives in the next session after so many good bills were left on the table. Each resident of Tennessee needs to fully engage their representative and their senator during this time when they are home in their respective districts. Make sure to let them know our priorities for the next session and get them to provide you with a stance on each of them. Remember, we have a supermajority in the legislature for a reason. Get them to act like it. On the national news front this weekend... Well, you know, I thought the country made a change from mean tweets and a dictator last November. Is that why there's no outcry about the President of the United States tweeting out this? And I quote, The rule is now simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. So let me get this straight. I have to wear a mask or submit myself to an experimental vaccine that is only being administered under an emergency use authorization approval? Now the key word there is experimental. For those people who do not truly understand history, or for them it only goes back to the time of their birth, you should really look up the Nuremberg Code. The code was developed after the Nuremberg trials for the Nazi regime that conducted human experiments on and murdered millions of Jewish people. The ten points of the code were given in the section of the judge's verdict entitled Permissible Medical Experiments. But I'll give you the first one. I need you to look up the rest. The first one is this. The voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. So a do this or you don't get to do that statement from the President of the United States of America in the new public square is a compulsory order. 
You people on the left were calling President Trump a Nazi for the past four years, but are actually supporting a president that is literally forcibly compelling citizens to participate in an experimental vaccine. Sounds like the Nazi regime. Good on ya. And this, the Arizona audits are really something to watch. So a few questions. How can election officials run an election without administrator passwords to voting machines? Well, the easy answer is they weren't running them. The software company was. Why are the written tabulations of votes different from the actual tabulation of votes? Well, that answer should be obvious. Why has the chain of custody procedures not been followed? Again, another obvious answer. Why were entire databases of election data from the November 2020 elections deleted just days before handing them over to the audit team? Well, this one may be a bit tricky, but when was the last time a high-profile Democrat, or any for that matter, was convicted for destroying evidence? I can't recall one in the past few decades. Nothing shady going on there at all. Yep, 81 million votes. Keep on believing that. Until next week, this has been the weekend update of Liberty, Leadership, and Lies with Larry Linton. Reveille, it's time to wake up.